and I know this might sound like a cliche, but the trick is to settle for being the best you, to focus on being the best you, because the truth is you are not inferior, you are not superior, you are simply you. Welcome to this fine podcast, the podcast that is focused on your self-development and growth. My name is Kevin Miner, and I'm so excited to bring you yet another episode, honestly, that I hope and pray will change your life, transform it, or just enhance it. Either way, to kosawa apo. Um, allow me to thank you for being such an amazing, amazing audience. And yeah, I was too loyal to Kevin's pod. I am so honored and I'm so grateful because you get to come back here, you know, get the nuggets that you do. And if you're new tafadhali, to the podcast, welcome, welcome. I urge you to stay because at the end of this or each episode, you get to get to hear a better person. And that's always my prayer and hope. So first of all, um, before even you get into the pod, into the episode, I just want to say that this one is somewhat a different episode and you will see what I mean to Kingi and Dani. But it's going to be a different um, episode. Hopefully you will like it and um, out of the ordinary, hopefully you will like it and we'll move forward. So this episode is basically all about inferiority, like the reasons why you feel inferior and how you can actually change that and start seeing yourself as someone who truly matters. Because let's be honest. Most of us, kama sisi water, like most of us, we have those uh, times in our lives or have had those moments or even currently where we generally feel inferior to others, right? But you feel inferior and it's so, it's so deep inside that it affects even how you behave around these people. So it could be maybe a job interview. So you go in a job interview and you're there. And you're just seeing someone up work on a master's degree and we make a on a diploma, <laughs> right? That, 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 that's the scenario where you feel you feel inferior. I'm, a, I'm even just asking someone out, like maybe asking a girl out, and you feel like yo, I'm not even I'm not even half of what she's looking for, and so you end up not doing it because again, it's a feeling that you have, or it could be even starting a business. Uh, like you, you, you have this beautiful idea, but you feel like you don't even belong in a position where you can start this business. It could also be as simple as starting a conversation. situation, you want, you're with your friends, you're with your boys, you're with your people. You want to start this conversation, but you feel so insecure that you can't even come up with or even changing the topic that they're already talking about, right? So generally, all of us, all of us, ama most of us, have been in that point in our lives where we generally feel inferior. And so it's almost part of human life. I remember for me, when I joined high school, I felt as though I did not belong. And um, there was this palpable feeling, you know, palpable, almost tangible, this tangible feeling of inferiority right and let me just give you the context of how it was i remember i'd come from a boys boarding school and i'd i'd moved to this you know um international first of all um day and mixed school right so it was from nevasha boys boarding to aga khan high school nairobi so i was this kid at that time i remember constantly like a rush i had a skin rush it's like i had fungi which was developing Right? So I had this garage that was really, it was annoying. And then I was skinny, I was dark. And then I had like a dis- 
discoloration. I had like discolored teeth hapa mbele kwa hizi za incisors. I had discolored teeth they were brown kwa sababu of the water I was taking again in Ivasha. So basically me coming into this bougie school, I'm using that word very carefully so that you can get the context. Me coming into this bougie school First of all I feel so intimidated. So I remember even in class I joined in class you know guys are happy to to see me and everything but me I sit at the front constantly I sit at the front and I am busy my my my, my face is deep dug into my books like siangalim to I'm just stuck into my books my head is lowered I don't even want to look at my deskmate because I feel I feel very intimidated. Now this now you can imagine we have break time sitatoka nje nikakuwa class najifanya hapo naandika names labeling my books and my textbooks right and then lunch time you know lunch time you have to go and eat at the dining 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 hall so i go there and then i remember this very well i remember i went there got my 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 plate you know some some nice meals and yatu kwa naivasha boarding naivasha by the way was a public school so i come here take my meal and then i started looking around okay where will i sit so for some reason Remember see what in my form once but for some reason what will kuameshaanza kuform hizo clicks I remember most people walikuwa wametoka Agkan kindergarten and Agkan primary and then wamekuja Agkan high school so these are people who knew each other so me I'm looking around I'm like okay I'm seeing tables with spaces where I can sit but I don't want to like I'm scared to so I remember what I did I saw a empty table at the corner and then I went to sit there right remember I felt so inferior I couldn't join my other classmates to dine with them or to eat with them so i opted to get a lone table kwa corner i sit alone now this is very interesting you you'd think okay fine oh, we'll decide kuka huko siko sawa we endelea na maisha yako but every time in my head i was just watching as people came to take their lunch and every time i was cussing and saying i am such a loser no one wants to sit with me now remember in the beginning i had the option to go join other people in the table because watu walikuwa nakuja naona ah mabishi wangu wako hapi ama there was that option for me but i opted to stay alone and all this time i was alone i was just cussing and telling myself yo i'm such a loser no one wants to sit with me so immediately after lunch i dash into class so naenda class wasi wakuko lunch time hang out see now me i am in class first of all like, i can't even talk to boys so you can imagine i can't even talk to girls so i go in my class and i sit there and again i'm pretending to label my books so by this time i'm chapa graffiti on my books because the time i had was was quite <laughs> it was a lot right so nakumbuka i was just there seated and then i felt a tap on my shoulder right so i'm i'm, I'm like okay who is this touching my shoulder and i look up and i saw one of my classmates her name is amal and till this day we are really good friends and she smiles and she's like hey um are you okay i'm like yeah 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 i'm, I'm okay and then first of all the first thing that goes to my head is like you you haven't even broken your voice you sound like such a baby like i was so oh my goodness it was toxic and then she goes like oh my name is amal and um you know what's your name and i'm like um my name is kevin minor and i'm from nevasha boys boarding school <laughs> And the second thing that goes in my head is like you're such a you're such a dumb guy like what did you have to say where you're from anyway so she's like yo we should come we are going to to the field to check out how the field is and everything and immediately at that point i had this paradigm shift like this realization ila uh-huh right like i had this realization like no one cared about you know how i looked or where i was from In fact people are more concerned about the silence 
right? So no one really cared. All this was, if I can say, self-inflicted. And since I saw my conditions and compared them to my past, I thought, yo, there is no way that I am anything close to being like these people. A famous psychologist named Alfred Adler, he says that, you know, feeling inferior is often actually a healthy motivation. So this is the interesting thing, right? Inferiority is supposed to be like, like a healthy motivation whereby even though you get criticism from someone, you are motivated to like prove them wrong and actually have that power. You can never do it. You can never, and then you feel that power of like, yo, <laughs> you have no idea. The next time I'm coming, or when people just look down upon you and they're like, oh, you don't have the resources. You're set from a poor background or nee, 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 nee. And then you feel that motivation, like you feel that fire. That's exactly the point of inferiority, which for me, it made me realize it's an innate thing. Like it's something that it's part of human life. Like imagine, in fact, inferiority comes from when you are a baby. Because imagine babies cannot, can literally not live by themselves. They'll die. So it's something that's almost part of us so that we can have that healthy motivation to like push us towards being our best selves. But here's the thing. He explains that a strong feeling on, of inferiority now results to something that is very detrimental, an inferiority complex. If you have this inferiority complex, basically what you, you become, you, you start suffering from extreme levels of shyness, like extremely shy, or you are socially awkward, or, or rather you, you have this social anxiety, you know, you, you're anxious, you, you don't know how to communicate, you are extremely just enclosed in your box, right? And in turn, you start feeling, you know, worthless, you start feeling unworthy or unacceptable, so that's, those are the effects of inferiority complex. And remember, this only comes if you have such a strong feeling of feeling inferior. But previously, inferior is supposed to, being, feeling inferior is supposed to give you that healthy motivation. But when you have the inferiority complex, everything breaks down. So one of my favorite bloggers, his name is Sean Cooper. And I, I've been reading these guys' articles and I recommend. And he has an article all about this, right? So he says for him that, as he has lived with people and studied people, he realized he realized there are two types of inferiorities, right? Hope, hoping that makes sense. Like there are two types of in, inferiorities. Basically, Umsel Yangal say, and he learned that people generally fall into two categories. Remember, most of us, if not all of us, have gone, have had this moment of feeling inferior, right? So he says, people generally fall into these two categories. Number one, there are those people that they know they are smart, right? they know they're beautiful, right? They know they are successful. But for some reason, they still feel inferior. So you come say, scenario, like, or, or, even you have, or even you have this person, you're like, oh my goodness, you're so beautiful, you're so successful, you're so rich, you know, how comes, why do you feel inferior? I don't even have experienced that. Or someone else has told you that. Then you fall into that category. Category number one, people who know they have everything, they're smart, they're beautiful. But for some reason, it's like a magical it's like witchcraft. They still feel inferior for some reason and they almost cannot explain it. Category number two. These are people who know they are flaws. Needless to say, no one is perfect, right? But these are people who know their flaws and sometimes their flaws are always shouting, right? They could be overweight. Some, they know they are ugly. They know they are boring. They know they are failures in life. And so these flaws that they know they have make them unable to get 
the affection and support even from friends. You know, the way people might come, oh, you're not that bad, bro. But they still feel worse. Like they know they have these flaws. It could be even a skin breakout, anything. And so those flaws, that flaw makes them feel even more inferior to the extent of not even able to appreciate the love and support from friends. So we all generally fall into into these two categories, depending on your type of inferiority. And there are, again, there are various reasons as, as to why we feel this way. But as you realize, as you have realized, and especially even from my story, the feeling of being inferior, the feeling of being inferior to others is always self-inflicted. Because again, it's a feeling that you are having. It's a feeling of being inferior. So reason number one, right, as to why you could be feeling inferior Number one is being too sensitive. Or in other words, caring about what people think about you. Now, this, this is common. In fact, e, I, 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 don't, I can't imagine anyone out there who hasn't suffered from this at any stage of your life. It could be we suffer kitambo because me, no, I have had this problem. And I remember, I remember once when I was in high school, I had a crush on this girl. But something interesting Udem, hey, she was, I she, I think she knew she was pretty. I mean, she knew she was smart and everything. By the way, disclaimer, so that's why I'm confident. Again, the Kevo nature plays up. So she wouldn't even know who she is. But anyway, this girl, I, I really did truly loved her and liked her a lot. Or so I thought, maybe like infatuation. But she had this tendency. And maybe it was innocent. Maybe it was just her way of dealing with her insecurity or her feeling of being inferior. But she had this tendency of like making me feel bad or criticizing me or, you know, just kind of like in a, way, in a, in a joking way and I could insult too. She had, she had that tendency. And I remember back then, it really affected me because remember, this is a guy who's already dealing with inferiority. And then the good thing she didn't know that I liked her. So you can imagine this someone who's already dealing with his own type of inferiority. And then you add salt to injury. So I remember this affected me so much that even later on after I've moved on, my life has developed. Kotokapo from three, I was you. I was a self-aware man. You know, I was a self-aware guy who's just focused on doing his exams and just excelling in high school. But here's the thing. I remember at the back of my head, even after clearing high school, it still used to bug me. Right? It still used to bug me. One time for some reason, I got her number from high school. One time I got her number for her, from high school and I kept it for such a long time. And um, I, I'm trying to think how I got it, by the way. I don't know where I got the courage to ask for it. But I got it then in high school. And I kept it for so long. And and recently, Juicy too, I was like, yo, Ikitu, for some... Because I, I started thinking to myself, would it be different if I had this knowledge? Maybe would I have shot my shot? Would I have shot my shot stronger? And with more conviction, would I have just, you know, laughed with her when she made fun of me and just know that she's playing or, you know, because right now I, I believe compared to me then, I'm better off, right? So I, I was like, yo, let me call her. And it was not at even to check up on her, of course, that's what I told her, I'm checking up on her after a long time. But it was calling her to gain that closure and understand, yo, how different would it have been? 
you know when you just gain that closure and, and realize this person should not subconsciously ruin your life like she was just there maybe she acted that way at such a reason and i realized you she's such a nice person maybe even and, and that's what i'm saying like maybe that was maybe that was our way of dealing with her inferiority to make herself feel superior then but anyway most of us have gone through this right and again at various stages of our life like you even wish that you'd stop <laughs> caring about what people think but when something small you know something a small critical comment comes in it sends you into depression or you start hating yourself and this is ex- exactly how i felt then and you know people will come and tell you and i'm sure you've had this people will come and tell you yo it doesn't matter like whatever whatever think people think about you or say about you it doesn't even have an impact in your life but one thing i've um, i've come to realize and Sean mentions mentions this in his blog he says that it's hard to reason yourself out of a feeling that you did not reason yourself into in the first place like that's why all these self help books about you know not caring about what people think about you because they are not controlling your life will never work as much as you read them it will never work so how do you actually overcome that ka feeling of caring or that ka issue of caring about what people think about you the best thing to do is to realize it's not about caring less right umeshes kiamtu akisema me by the way so many judge me but i don't care no it's not about not caring it's about caring more about what you think about yourself <laughs> i hope that makes sense like it's it's to care more about what you think of yourself right now that makes much more sense it's to care more about what you think of yourself like people people who genuinely seem like they are not bothered by people like they're so comfortable they're so confident it's not because they don't care at all it's just because they have they have been deeply rooted or firmly rooted in their values and values are normally you know the beliefs that you have as an individual those innate beliefs or principles that you go by like they're firmly rooted in them so it's not about caring less it's just about caring more about what you think about yourself so that's one of the reason and again i'm giving i'm trying to give you the reason and how you can beat it number 2 comparison right so number 2 is comparison here's an interesting fact comparison does two things it can make you feel inferior or make you feel superior than someone else now i have a for me i have a conf- confession and i think majority a part a big chunk of my life i've used comparison to actually make me feel superior and i can rem- i can pinpoint to a time when i was um i was at a competition and i remember the first person that went up there to you know perform or do whatever they were doing they didn't do it as good as for me they didn't do it as good and i knew they knew they didn't do as good right because they were even shaking in and and some of that boosted my confidence again it's a bad thing and you will see why so generally let's focus on the problem here the inferior part we generally fo- focus on someone's best quality and compare ourselves to to that that's the problem like i remember i was reading somewhere today morning and this um it's actually by one of my favorite artists and he wrote, he wrote that for some reason we compare our lowest moments to everyone's highlight reels right like we compare our lowest moments to everyone's highlight reels so one thing you can always put in mind and this is a reality check like they they there will always be someone better than you in something you get the by the fact that you're comparing yourself to someone's best like it's already putting you at, a, at such a bad place because this person first of all 
for example, John, John spends six hours in the gym. That's why he has a good body than you. Right? Like that's like you cannot compare yourself to someone's best because you can imagine these are people who are probably monomaniacally focusing on this craft no matter what. And I know this might sound like a cliche, but the trick is to settle for being the best you, to focus on being the best you because the truth is you are not inferior, you are not superior, you are simply you. And that's why I said even if you're using comparison to make yourself feel superior, it's wrong because you are not inferior. You are not superior. You are simply you. And that's something that we should always keep in our head to avoid comparison. Like as long as you are making a step forward from where you were previously, you are better than your previous self. So what is stopping you from going on and start thriving? In fact, you should be feeling superior in your own capacity than your former self. So that's number two reason why we tend to feel inferior. Number three, perfectionism. Yes, perfectionism. When I say perfectionism, I mean it in the societal understanding of perfectionism. Because for me, I, 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 I came to learn that perfectionism actually, what it actually truly means. Because let's be honest and let's just clear the air. If you say you're a perfectionist, it doesn't mean that you put things off until you can do it until you can do them perfectly. Basically, perfectionism is the gradual growth from your lowest point. Again, I'm saying your lowest point, not the lowest point, but your lowest, your lowest point rising to your best. So if you're a perfectionist, it means that you are so inspired to improve from your former self. Again, right? To improve from your former self. But anyway, assuming that we are going with a normal, you know, the normal definition in societal terms that I am a perfectionist, I want to do it until I'm, I'm perfectly good at it. Anyway, so there's nothing they do that is ever good to them. Like everything they do, nothing out of everything they do is ever good to them. And this makes them feel discouraged because you can imagine, you, you believe you're a perfectionist. So you go palem tandaoni to look at great content that you also want to create as well or big businesses that you want to grow your business as and immediately you see someone's 50 years of work. Hakuna malimelebuliwa hapo 50 years of work, but you, you've just seen this work is incredible. And you start comparing it with your one week of work. And then what happens is that you immediately feel discouraged. And from this, you will agree that perfectionism genuinely lessens the quality of your work. So it makes, it makes you inactive. And even worse, it makes you hate what you do. And I don't know if you've experienced it, but sometimes when you claim to be that perfectionist, that societal perfectionist that only does things at high peak, you're, compa you're comparing your one-week work with someone's 50 years of work, you even start hating what you do because you believe, I am not at all good enough. What does that trickle down to? You start feeling inferior. So how can you beat this? Malcolm Gladwell once said that, it takes, and I'm just paraphrasing, it takes 10,000 hours to be a legend or a great, you know, to be a virtuoso in any field of life. It takes more than 10,000 hours. One of the, if you look at even the greatest musicians, the greatest artists, these are people who are probably at their 30s, their 40s, and behind them, they have 20 years or 10 years of experience. I'm not saying that that's generally how long it takes, but I'm just giving you the, pers the context of what I'm talking about or the perspective or just giving you the idea of what I'm talking about. 
the point is to realize that you have to always start from somewhere. You are trying to be your best you. So realize that you have to start from somewhere and then you have to gradually improve. And in fact, that should be your definition of perfectionism, that you're starting from your lowest point and seeing yourself stride towards your best. So that's point number three of why we tend to feel inferior. Point number four, procrastination, which actually is a good segue from <laughs> perfectionism, right? So pro- procrastination, there are various reasons why we tend to, to procrastinate. It could be one, perfectionism, as we have seen, right? If you feel like you're not good at what you do, if you start hating what, you're, what, you're going, what, what, what you love to do, if you start hating what you actually love to do, you'll start procrastinating. Right? So procrastination, lack of time. Yo man, I've been wanting to open that YouTube channel. I've been wanting to open that blog, but mm, man, time do you sooner. Time do you sooner. But let me just give you a simple hack. One thing I realized that things that get scheduled are the things that get done. So trust me on this. Tomorrow, kwa schedule yako, andika tuapo, I will open up my blog and just see how and here it has been two months. Wacha tu ata leo ni ifungue. Wacha nieke hapo kanini minamind.wordpress.com by the way, link in bio to check on my blog. But that's beside the point. Put it down. Schedule it. See what trickles down from then. It could be time, right? It could be lack of self-discipline. There are some of us who are genuinely not inspired to do stuff. So you wake up today and you and you know very well you have to put in work in that business of yours or nini. But since we are quarantined at home, manenos, as long as I'm safe, I can binge as long as I want. Self-discipline and etc. There are very many reasons. But here's the thing I've learned about procrastination. It tends to debase your value. In short, you lower your value. I've talked about this in this podcast before, about increasing your value. And increasing your value is basically doing the things that you're supposed to do. Right? If you, whether And look at it in all aspects of life. It could be making new friends. That could be a goal, but you're procrastinating on it because you have you have already gotten used to procrastinating. Hence, you're already feeling inferior. Remember, this is a reason to feel inferior. And so, it adds up to you procrastinating to actually go make friends. In fact, worse, it makes you not take action to go make friends because you already feel inferior. And since you don't want to make friends, you decide, yo, let me not just do it right? So it could be in all aspects of your life, whether it's reading a book a week, whether it is creating content, whether it's starting that business. Basically, it just makes you feel inferior. And here's what happens on the law. Because remember, since you're procrastinating, it means you're not taking action. What does that mean? You generally don't have a life. Michelle's came to Columbia, get a life. I'm here to tell you today, get a life. This is the only way you'd beat procrastination. Literally, think about it as, yo, I need to get a life. Schedule it. Because if you do it, you'll get it done. It tells, it sends a message to your brain that, okay, fine. We have a thousand things to do, but this one thing is very important. Right? Number two is to just start. You get, don't let perfectionism be the reason why you're not doing it. Just get started. And again, how this works in your brain is that your brain will not stop focusing on that thing until it's done. It's, it explains why sometimes unasomeanga cut. Umeshesomea cut if you're a student or you've been a student before. Umeshesomea cut. Yani unaisomea cut one week to the cut. It's, it's just natural for, for us to be reading one week to the cut. Yani unasomea kitu one week to the cut. And then you, you, you understand everything. But once umetoka hiyo exam room, for some reason once umetoka to your exam room, 
everything evaporates zijuko umeshe experience hivyo like you've been able to hold on to this content for one full week and then ukitoka tu hivi exam room you forget it because that's how the brain works once you start on something and you know yo there's like a deadline ama there's a something i'm looking forward to it will not stop working on it until it is done so my best advice to beat procrastination just start literally just that none of you should come here kwa laptop type up my mind.wordpress.com now i'm assuming you have like a blog that you have not checked in two months just type it and then start writing just writing randomly thoughts that come in your head then form an article then say by wednesday i need to drop this article trust me the fuel that you will have will surprise you so just that that's reason number four of why we feel inferior procrastination number five which is my last one trying to hard to hide your flaws when i was um growing up again were part of my primary and this one even goes back to primary remember i had the the this colored teeth right my incisors up and belly were brown nicely nicely brown nicely roasted <laughs> so i used to avoid at all costs smiling right i used to avoid smiling and i used to smile with my lips closed i remember one time we were having this photo shoot and then the, chair, the uh, it was like a school photo shoot and then the chair's like yo smile let me see your teeth and um i don't know for some reason i think i'd gotten used to not smiling without showing my teeth and i remember guys some few guys looking at me like to see will he, will he show his teeth because i think even them they're like yo we have never seen this guy's teeth so i was so insecure about it and i used to try hide it and what used to trickle down used to be this awkwardness or actually being so self-conscious. So you can imagine Blalisema, let me see your teeth. Already I felt isolated. Mind you she doesn't know that I have this problem, but for me I feel like she actually hated me because why would you do that to me? Right? So that's just a story to bring this point into context. But it's something that we all go through. We have all been or seen that one friend who wear baggy clothes so that they can, you know, hide the shape of their bodies. Right? We have seen or been those guys who try to pose in a certain way so that because we have our favorite side. I mean, I remember one time we were having an argument with my my friends were telling me, "You want to tell me you don't have like a favorite selfie side, like a side of your face that is your favorite?" And I'm like, "No, I don't." Until I started realizing, "Yo, there are actually people who actually choreograph those poses so that that side only is seen." So, unapatam to aijinzima you have never seen the left side of their face right you have never seen the left side of their face so you even scared of you know shooting your shot because you don't know what, what is what is lying underneath the carpet right you, you or it could be even it could be even just constantly checking yourself in the mirror ama pale town kwa hizo dirisha za standbig bank i think ni standbig right like we all have that kind insecurity but basically all these examples are ways of trying to control how people see you right by the fact that you are trying to hide your flaw it means you are trying to control how people think of you so that you can avoid some sort of judgment you remember when i entered high school and the first thing i used to do is you know face down face my books taki kuangalia mtu cuz i know i have this skin rash that is making me feel uglier yani i've had it all my life but for some reason this time i feel uglier than normal and i knew i was i was not the most good looking but now this time it felt a bit uglier than normal so we try to control how people see us 
and to try and avoid that that judgment and all it does is make you feel insecure stressed or even worse more self-conscious when by mistake i sh- i used to when by mistake i would show my teeth you know there are times you just want to laugh and to show your teeth you feel as if everyone has just seen something that they were not supposed to see and immediately you isolate yourself right so these are just some of the reasons why we tend to feel inferior and so what can we do apart from you know obviously doing the opposite so if you are procrastination avoid procrastination i've told you and i've told you how just do it just schedule it you know if you're trying to hide your flaws don't hide them where do you go from here one thing i'd love to point out and and this, and this one hits home especially when you're point you're trying to hide your flaws it's important to note and this is a very important note there's a difference between knowing that you are inferior and feeling inferior right so there's a dis- difference between knowing that you're inferior and feeling inferior from the beginning we have been talking about feeling inferior because knowing that you are inferior to other people is realistic it means that you live in a realistic world so for example i for sure know that i am inferior in football than ronaldo right like that's just given right we can take another weird example so for example um bill gates he knows that he's inferior in acting say to to Denzel Washington we are being realistic so that's the first place to start from here are some things that i came up with because the the title is reasons why you're inferior and how to actually see yourself or stop feeling inferior and actually start seeing, seeing yourself as someone that matters so number one, embrace solitude and i've repeated this and repeated this again and when i say solitude this is what i mean Okay fine it's just being alone and in quietness and just being in yourself but it's more of what you do during this time that really matters so for example take time to meditate take time to journal take time to look at your goals and dreams to really look who am i deeply i always tell people it's like finding that closure with yourself because once we feel inferior you have noticed that feeling inferior often involves other people it's either comparison it's either people are doing better than us even even procrastination you f- you realize you don't have a life and this person has a life so you tend to feel inferior you know to them right it's feeling inferior to others so there's always a an, an, a second party or a third party involved so the po- best thing to do come call yourself in a meeting and be with yourself and understand yourself fully gaining that self awareness and knowing that yo i am not inferior i am not superior i am simply me so that's the first point embrace solitude and again remember it's more of what you do th- during this time than actually solitude itself number two, mantras using mantras and words of affirmation and i've repeated this a lot i've told you some of the mantras that i have i can give you one one of the mantras that i've been repeating i think yesterday and today is um I am more than I appear to be the world's strength and power rests within me right so that's one way of coming up with mantras but here's something that I learned from again one I've been following this guy I've forgotten his name but he me says the best way to go about this is to come up with less of you know I am this and that and to rephrase them and ask yourself why am I this and that so you could say why am I so good at 
podcasting. Even though I know I am not good or the best, I, I could ask myself, I could ask myself, why am I so good at podcasting? And then I will in turn look at the reasons why I'm good and work towards those. You get my point? So for example, you could be overweight, but you're still asking yourself, why do I have such a sexy body? And then, you, and then your answers would be, because I work out, right? Because I eat healthy. Because lately I've been so happy and not stressed, so I've not been stress eating. And then you'll find yourself naturally starting to go by what your answers are. Because that's, those are answers to your question. It makes so much sense. Because sometimes we, we have all this affirmation thing that never works until you change the dice and start asking yourself questions and bringing in the answers. Because the answer is always in the question. Right, so that's a beautiful way to look at it. So you could decide to have your mantras, I am this and that, or you could decide, even though I'm not perfect. And remember, we have used an example of being literally overweight, but you're asking yourself, why do I have a sexy body? And then you start answering, because I exercise. exercise Because I eat well, because I do this and that. So that's my number two, mantras and words of affirmation. Number three, service and contribution. Right? Now, this might sound a cliche at this point, especially if you're an ardent listener to this podcast. But let me tell you something. There is something deep in serving and putting your mark in the world, contributing. Because here's one thing that you'll agree with me. We are all here for a reason. I was reading about Steve Hawkins yesterday and how, you know, he was just this guy who had this abnormality and all he had was his brain. Literally, his body was dying or dead, but all he had was his brain. Meaning, you can imagine this is a human being stuck in his body. Because his body is dead, but his brain is still working. It's, it's, it's amazing. So if you look at that scenario, you realize that all of us are here for a reason. It's not a mistake. It's not a misfortune. We are all here for a reason. Now, imagine diverting. And when I say serving and contributing, I mean genuinely with what you've been given. You could be an artist. You could be an engineer. You could be a doctor. You're serving. You're making a contribution. Imagine focusing, literally focusing your focus or refocusing your focus to improve someone else's life a lot of things happen and first you improve your you, you improve your life in the process because first of all you're becoming less selfish you are thinking less of your flaws even though you know you have them but you are letting them affect you less second of all you have to better yourself so that you can better someone else's life so by nature you will just start improving your own life and third of all it makes you always question your why. Like, why am I existing? Right? Meaning that I have someone, literally, this is my why. I have this capability of creating content, making uh, content through podcasting, blogging, YouTubing, by the way, links in the description. But I, will, I have decided to create content that is aimed at improving someone else's life. Meaning, this other person is my beneficiary. Meaning, I am that important because without me, the world will be less of a place. And that is so true. The world will be less of a place without your magic. So, by that virtue alone, you are important and it increases your self-worth. So, serve and contribute. In whatever space you're in, just look, how am I contributing to the world? How am I making it a better place? Because that's why you're here. Ultimately, that's why you're here. Number four, which I think is my last one, among many other points that are there, I can just mention a bit, but this, these are some that I really wanted to hit home. Number four, remember that you are not inferior. You are not superior. You are simply you. 
again, the world would be less of a place without your magic. Embracing solitude will help you a lot. I've been telling people that because in our world, we barely have time for ourselves. And you will be surprised if you genuinely look at how you've been living your life. You'll be surprised at how much time you spare, even though it's 10 minutes to just be alone and meditate and ask yourself some of the toughest questions that you know if someone else, is, if someone else asks you, you'll start hating them. Someone asks you, okay, fine, what's your plan in the five years? You start hating this person because you, <laughs> you feel like they're attacking you, right? You start asking yourself some of these questions. You start asking yourself, what is the meaning of my life? Literally. So always have that kind of thing in your head that it's not about being inferior. It's not about being superior. It's just about being simply me. And that's the greatest honor that you can do to yourself, being and just being simply you. That's all I had for this episode. I am hoping that it has been driven home. Again, I say this is going to be a bit different because you have realized Hapa Atuna Book Review, we don't have a guest. This is genuinely something that I thought, you know, let me try it. Give out nuggets that really, but this one is literally out of something that we have all or most of us go through. Like this is not, you know, how to be successful. This is dealing with something that is there with us, right? So I'm hoping it really does hit you home. And if you found it very informative and important, I, I want to ask you to do me a favor. Please just share it. Um, we are trying to grow the podcast and just make it grow as big as it can. And we genuinely get our motivation from you because we are creating this from you. I mean, we are creating this for you. So the moment you share it, the moment you, you know, recommend it to a friend or repost it on IG and then tag us at Kevin's Pod and Wilking Studios who power us, it, it really goes a long way in terms of even helping us gauge what type of content we can come up with. So I'm, I'm asking you genuinely, please, the best way you can support us is share the podcast as widely as you can and just tell us, you know, or even tell that friend what you really like about the podcast. Not Apple, please specific. In fact, Apple too specific. And then they will come here. They will also get their friends. And through that, we'll be growing the podcast through advocacy, which is the best way to grow a podcast or to grow any platform of content creation because you genuinely have people who recommend other people. So I'm urging you, please reshare, repost. And when you do or when you're inspired to do so, please tag the podcast at Kevin's pod. It's actually Kevin's underscore pod and then tag will king's studios it's just at will king studios because they are our managers so tag them and um, we will be very 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 grateful otherwise i wish you an amazing time please be here next week as well for an amazing episode we have a lot planned for you and we're hoping they will all be successful till next time bye